Hello, hello, and welcome back. Thank you for joining us on this week's quarantine episode. I have Elisa with me. Hello. And Heidi. Hello. And this week's episode, we're coming to you uh, fairly live, actually, not super live, not actually live, but um, <laughs> we're recording it the week of um, sending it out because this week we're seeing a lot of mandatory masks and a lot of little guys who are struggling with um, accepting the mask, putting the mask on, uh, even trying it on, that kind of stuff. So we wanted to jump in and offer lots of tips and strategies to help you with your little ones. Um, based on where they are, take those like those little steps to help them adjust so that when you do go out, it isn't going to be um, such a fanfare, upset, tantrum, trying to get that mask on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So first thing we want to talk about is the fact that this is very different for all of us. I know that when this all started and, you know, I am an adult and the first time that I saw somebody wearing a mask, it kind of threw me off a little bit as well. So we can just imagine what it, what it's like for our children to be seeing this, right? It's, we're just in a very different time right now that we are going through. So it's important to understand that and recognize that, right? Your child is not just being difficult. Your child legitimately might have some anxiety and a fear towards this, right? Or a a fear developing. Mm -hmm. So now that this is our new norm, temporarily though, because hopefully this won't be a forever thing. It will not be. No, it's not going to be. So, but we want to prep our children for the fact that they have to wear masks before getting them to put on a mask. Yeah, you're not showing up, you're not showing up at the optometrist and saying like, okay, buddy, guess what? You have to wear a mask. Yeah, (laughs) it's one thing, you know, if you get thrown into an emergency sort of situation and they have to put a mask on while you're there, I mean, you can't really do anything to, to prep for that or work with that, right? But right now, since we know that masks are mandatory and that children over the age of two or five have to wear masks if going into a store or anything like that, going into a building, we want to make sure that we're prepping them before, you know, just, we don't want to just throw them into that deep end, right? If, if at all possible. So one thing that you will want to do is make this a positive experience or as positive as it can be. So if you're very anxious about it or you are bringing it up in such a way that, you know, is like, oh, it's so silly that we have to wear these masks, but we have to wear them, right? Then your child is going to feed off of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we want to set the tone for that positivity of just, this is how things are right now and we have to do it and it's, it's okay, right? And we can do it. We can get through this. So if you set the tone that way and you don't approach it in such a way that you're like hesitant about putting the mask on them, hesitant about introducing masks to them or about people, then they are going to feel a lot more confident about the whole situation as well. Mm-hmm. So we can take a multi-step approach, however, when introducing them to this. Which, and is the my multi- favorite, which is my favorite type of approach when we're introducing children to anything, right? Especially something <laughs> new like this is let them take them where they take him where they're at and build on it or start small and build on it from there to allow our children to adjust um, and get comfortable with it before being thrown into it. 
Exactly. And especially in this situation as well, because there are so many things about mask wearing that can be challenging. So there's the look of it, right? Mm -hmm. That can be scary or, or anxiety provoking for some children that all of a sudden people look different, right? Children read, children read faces. Yeah. So now we have half of that face blocked. They're not used to only focusing on their eyes to be able to read people, right? They children take in so much more than we give them credit for and, and faces and reading that is what they do. So now we're blocking off half of that. Well, and that's a big part of what kind of threw me off at first as an adult when I saw the first people wearing masks during this whole process, right? Is that, yes, I absolutely read people's faces, people's body language and everything, right? So having half of that gone was a little bit like, whoa, you know? So it's kind of funny too, because I've been wearing a mask when I go out in public indoors. And I find myself still smiling at people. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, Absolutely. you know, you can still see it in their eyes. Yes. But, I, but at the first few times, I'm like, they didn't even know I was smiling. How oh, they do. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So now I'm like always like waving, like making a nice big wave. So like I'm like acknowledging the people I know. It's so silly. Yeah. And a big smile so that it's an eye (laughs) smile. Yes. Oh, I know. So yeah, there's the look of it for them that might throw them off. But there's also having something over their face. A lot of children are not big fans of having things over their faces and especially over their mouth. And let's be honest, it it takes a little bit of getting used to on breathing when you have the mask on. Right. So all of those things put together can absolutely give some, some children, some big feelings to work through. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So what we want to do is we want to start with, again, your child might be a child who you can just put a mask on them and call it a day and they'll be all right. You know, you know your child the best, but chances are there's going to be something in there that throws them off. So in order to make this a positive experience for everyone, um, we want to make sure that we prep them. And then first step would be to show them the masks, right? Like not even wearing them necessarily at first, unless you don't have an anxious child. If you have an anxious child already, you putting on a mask and coming into the house like that is going to uh, provoke some anxiety. So what you want to do is you want to show them the mask off of a person's face, right? You want to perhaps even show some pictures of masks. You can put a mask on their stuffed animals, on their dolls, and play games with the mask. So you're going to explain to them why we have to wear the mask, right? And you can choose to use very little language to explain that, or you can elaborate a little bit more, um, depending on the age of your child. But you want to explain why we're wearing a mask, that this is a mask, and then what we do with it. And you by modeling, right? But instead of modeling on yourself first, you'll want to do that on one of their stuffed animals so that it doesn't throw them off too much. And then they might have a little bit of fun with it. That becomes role play at that point where you're role playing about, you know, what it looks like to have someone else that they like a stuffed animal or whatever wearing that item. Yeah. Um, sometimes even like showing videos and, and 
um, pictures of some, like, their characters, right? So a lot of the uh, cartoon characters now, so I'm not sure if Paw Patrol, but, like, Sesame Street has done a lot on COVID and stuff. So, you know, if you're looking at those kinds of things so that we're showing them um, what their favorite characters, that they're wearing those masks, you're talking about it, you're looking at them, you're playing with them, right? We're just getting them comfortable with this is what a mask is. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And then before you even put it on yourself, you might just do a little, you know, scoping out of the situation. So you've done that prep work, you've showed them what the mask is, you've put it on their stuffed animals, you've done some role playing, now you're going to put it on yourself. And I would prep them and say, I'm going to put it on me now, right? Yeah. And maybe at first, instead of just putting it right onto yourself, maybe you just kind of put it over your mouth really quickly and take it off. And make it sort of like a game of peekaboo or something, right? Where you're kind of putting it over your own mouth and nose and then you're taking it off really quickly and you're just making that fun and you build up to that and then you put it onto your face and gauge how your child is reacting. If they seem really, really nervous, then just take it off and say, oh, look, here I am. It's still me, yeah. right? Yeah. And again, just like how we talk about everything when it comes to children and their reactions and our reactions we want to make sure that we aren't reacting in such a way that is going to perpetuate their anxiety so if we take the mask off and we say oh my goodness it's okay it's just me right then yeah. and we're all anxious about it because they got anxious about it they're going to feel that off of us and it's going to create that cycle to continue whereas if we just take it off very calmly and say look here I am it's me I'm back right I was just covering up my face look and then cover up your face again and take it off again and show them you can even get really silly and like put it over the top of your head or put it over your eye and if they're engaging and they're like no mommy not there no put it over your elbow right and be like I just can't remember where it goes and then you're allowing them um and that would go into our role playing we'll talk about too but you're allowing them to put it on right so it's 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 getting that that silly side of it um to really engage them absolutely um, another really great, fun way to get them engaged in the masks is uh, there's lots of, you know, Facebook has them. There's lots of companies and moms that are making fun fabric masks with superheroes, with their favorite characters. Um, the, there's some that are just white. So you could like think about uh, if you're an artist, I mean, I don't know if my kids would enjoy my coloring my <laughs> stick men, but like, if you're like an artist, you could like draw something on the mask and they could color it on their own, um, that kind of stuff. Right. So, uh, making it fun, making it interesting, making it something that they've had a choice in picking out. Absolutely. Yeah. That can make such a big difference because then they're involved in the process mm -hmm. And then there, that creates that excitement surrounding that mask, right? So it's not all a negative experience for them. And you might even need to experiment with the masks that go behind the ears or the ones that tie behind their head. It might be too much of a sensory overload for it to be on their ear. So you might need to modify it to get those little clips. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you want to make sure that that mask is going to be comfortable for them and that it fits properly. Because mm -hmm. if you're if you're using a mask that's way too tight for them, that's going to affect how they feel in it, right? And they're not going to want to wear that at all. Yeah, if, and if your child has hearing aids, uh, they're definitely not going to like it behind their ear. You're going to have to yeah. tie it behind their head. 
Yeah. Glasses. You want to make sure that yes. it's really well fitted if your little one wears glasses. So that that was Oscar's thing. We didn't have a well fitted one for him, and he was like, "It's fogging up my glasses. I don't like this. I can't see." Oh. Yeah. So I was like, "Let's just take your glasses off for a few minutes. It's okay." <laughs> don't right. need to see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, you want to make sure that whatever you're getting them is going to fit them properly. Yeah. Um, again, you'll want to show them their mask that you got for them before you decide to just put it onto their face, right? So it's not going to go over very well if you step foot into the house and already you're like putting this mask all over their heads and they're like, what is happening? What is this, right? So you want to always we wouldn't want to have somebody just come up right behind us and just stick this mask on our face, right? Yeah. So we want to make yeah. sure that we are always verbalizing and showing them something at the same time. So we're saying, this here is your mask. This is what we're going to put on your face, right? Mm -hmm. And again, with their own mask, you can ask them how they would like to have it put on. You can get them to help you. You can get them to try and do it on their own. Or you can do it in a fun way where you're kind of like, you know, making it exciting, at least at first, that you're putting this mask on them. I would even consider getting a couple um, so that you have one that's like a practice mask and then you have one that's like, you know, clean, sanitized, ready to go when you do go out, right? So, and then you're not like, oh, where is this one? Oh, shoot, this one's covered in peanut butter and, you know, the dog sat on it for 20 minutes type thing, right? So we have a nice clean one because we are encouraging you to play with them, our little guys to play with them. So I would say get two just to be on the safe side. Then you always have one clean one that they're playing with. But that second one too is one of those things that, um, you know, if you're, if you allow, if you have them play with both of them, have one for them and one for their favorite teddy bear or one for their friends or, or they can wear yours and, and pretend to be the mom or the dad. And then they can put their two on their friends, right? And they can, so the role playing like that where we're getting them engaged and they're they're putting it on um either putting them on you helping with that putting them on themselves putting them on their stuffies like we just want them to be really touching it holding it playing with it practicing um exposure it on. yeah exposure yeah. exposure exposure right yeah like yeah. i would search up some kind of cartoon I'm sure there's several of them out there yeah. right now. Um, I, th I just did a quick Google the other day and a whole bunch popped up a little video of a little cartoon of some little animals wearing masks. And then you could just watch it together and then say, you know, what do you think about them wearing masks? Just to kind of get a feel of where your child is at. And then you could say, um, should we try wearing masks and see where it goes from there? Yeah. And it may yeah. not even be a big deal. Well, and that's like, that's AJ, right? So AJ is my third and, and, uh, he wasn't, I wasn't planning on taking him into the store. Uh, he did. And I was like, Oh, you have to wear a mask. And he's like, Oh, this is wonderful. I'm very excited about this. I really <laughs> like this mask. This is really fun, mom. I'm going to remember the rules. I'm not going to touch. Whereas when I told Oscar, I was like, we're, we have an appointment next week. We have to go, but you're gonna have to wear a mask. He's like, Nope, not happening. So like then I was like okay I knew I had the week that I needed to like work Oscar up to being able to wear it whereas AJ just jumped in right so yeah. that's where it comes back to your child and their temperament is going to play a big role in it in how many steps you're going to take how comfortable you have to get them how much playing and role playing you have to do with them but across the board um, I think if you've never introduced a mask to your child you're going to want to take with start with some steps instead of just jumping right in for sure. Absolutely. And then another thing about another great 
point about having a few different masks is that what we know about children and toddlers especially and preschoolers is that they are craving that control all the time right so in a situation like this naturally they feel like they don't have like they've lost all of their control so offering them some control when you can you have to wear a mask but which one would you like to wear right and then holding out two of their masks and allowing them to have some control in in you know which one they wear or would you like to wear it over your ears or would you like to wear it behind your head you have to wear the mask but then you're giving them some control in how they're wearing it, right? So then that gives them a little bit of that, that they're really craving, especially in times where they've lost it, right? Yeah, and then you can take it even a step farther and give them the control of the mask that you're wearing. Which one should mom wear? Yes. Um, Can you put it on for me? Show me, make sure it's on good, you know? Oh, is it, and then you could ask them, is it on good? Take a look here on my nose. Can you see in there? Is is it covering my nose and my mouth? And they'll be like, they're like the the mask inspector now, right? So you're giving them this- illusion that they are in control of the mask wearing make sure everyone's mask is on good yeah absolutely so once we start once we get to that point where they're comfortable having it on we're not going to go to like okay now we're wearing it for six hours straight um we're going to want to really build up on that right so if it's five ten minutes around the house 20, 30 minutes if you guys go outside, you know, we don't have to wear it outside on a walk, but if that's kind of like that practice where you're playing outside for 10, 10-ish minutes where you're going for a little walk and they're practicing wearing it, that's okay, right? Instead of getting to the store and being like, okay, we have to wear it for 10 minutes. We've only ever worn it for 30 seconds, so let's see. Um, so so work on building that time up. And then ideally, with especially with young children, ideally they're not having to wear them for hours and hours like it's kind of popping into the grocery store and out or popping into the doctor's office and out you know like ideally an hour or so so you may not have to work up all the way to an hour once they're comfortable with like that 10 15 20 minutes then chances are they'll be able to on the times that it needs to go a little bit longer than that they'll, they'll be pretty comfortable with it by then yeah and visual timers when you yes. are you know extending that time that can be a really great tool to use because then you're setting something for them to look at right okay so you're wearing it for two minutes to start and then you turn the timer on for two minutes and then they know that when the timer goes off then they could take it off right you have to enforce that though absolutely like the timer isn't going to be this magic magic solution that just you know all of a sudden they're gonna want to wear it for that two minutes but it can really help to have that external item just on and they watch it or maybe they just listen or something and then when that two minutes is up then they know that they're able to now take it off and then you tell them okay great you did a great job your two minutes is up now let's take off your mask right and then you build on that as you're going along and it really depends on how much time you have before that that you have to go out for as well yeah so when you're working on 
getting them used to this mask. You want to make sure that the environment is setting them up for success as well. So you want to make sure that they're fed, they're rested, they're not like mid meltdown or in a really having a really off day, right? That's not going to be the best chance to get them into that mask. So you want to make sure, you know, sometimes with children and toddlers it's hard to find them when they're in a really good mood at all times but at least like you don't want to do it right before lunch when they're hungry or right before nap when you know that they normally have to have a nap or before bed or in the late afternoon when they're tired right those would not be great examples so instead try maybe mid-morning when they've had a they've had their breakfast or they've had a snack they're not super tired right and then that would be a great time to start that and then also you want to have the house cool enough so if you don't have ac having a fan on or having you know a window air condition can really really help because if it's you know you don't want this first experience for them to be outside in plus 40 weather yes super humid right if you don't have ac or a fan sit in the car with the ac on for a few minutes and practice in the car Yes. Um, and then once your little one is more comfortable wearing it, then we can start. We can start kind of reiterating those rules, right? We want to. We want to keep our hands off the masks, yeah, right? Very it's important. Hard, they're gonna be. It's gonna be very hard for them. It's. Um. I, we did it with Oscar, and I think I probably told him about seven times in a in an eight minute time period um so so but it's that reminders and it's always going to be reminders right reminder 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 um but it's as we're putting it on okay what are our rules that's right no touching um Mm -hmm. no touching our face no touching our mask and then it's just and unfortunately like i said you're gonna you are going to have to remind them it's not going to be something that they're going to remember to just not touch I have a hard time remembering not to touch my face when my mask is on. So um, that's an expectation that it's going to be something you're going to have to be a reminder of, oh, hands off. Remember, hands off. We have to keep our hands off of our mask. So we just want it to be short, um, easy, and something that they can kind of um, start to repeat as well. Oh, remember, what are our rules? Oh, mommy, hands off, mommy. And then they're going to start watching you too, right? Oh, mommy, hands off your mask, mommy. And you're like, oh, yes, you're right, honey. Thank you so much for catching me. Yeah. And when you first give them one, try to give them something else to do at the same time, right? So that they're not just sitting there with their mask on doing nothing and bored. You know, when we have our masks on, generally we're grocery shopping, we're doing other things. So it kind of takes our mind off of Mm -hmm. the fact that we have that on. So you want to set your child up with maybe an activity that's going to keep them busy, something for their hands to do so that they're not touching their mask the whole time. Or, you know, it's not their first thing to do is touch their mask because their hands are busy. They're doing something. So then when you're reminding them not to touch their mask, you can also redirect them onto something else, that activity that they're doing or the thing that they have in their hands, right? Yeah, And then we also want to show them how to breathe into it. So, you know, maybe like how to take those deep breaths. And so that's something else that you can work on before you even put the mask on and working on like how, you know, let's breathe in and breathe out. Right. And there are some great shows as well that work on breathing, which is um, there's one, I can't remember what it's called. The one that my children 
listen to Go Noodle. So they have like this Zen program where it kind of goes over a little bit of mindfulness and mindful breathing. And so, yeah, you can go through that with them. Miss Heidi, you probably have a lot of ideas there as well. You could do all sorts of those things. There's lots of little apps you could use. Yeah. And just go with, I think the most important thing though, is to go with how your kid is feeling. So if your child does well, um, you're not going to need to do all these um, yeah. tasks and things like that. So it might be something that you're anxious about and that it's nothing for them. Like Pam said with AJ, oh, yay, okay, great. I'm wearing a mask. He probably felt like very grown up doing it. Yeah, but so Oscar typically doesn't like to do anything that's recommended. <laughs> if you said everyone's wearing a mask, but you can't wear one, he'd be like, I'm wearing one. <laughs> That's exactly nailed it on the head there. Yes. That will be my little my little guy as well. My daughter is super excited to go to the store. She has been bugging me. She's a shopper. She's a shopper like her mother. So she keeps bugging me to take her to the stores and you know, keeps asking me, but mom, I can wear a mask and I can wear gloves and I won't touch anything while we're there, I promise. But so she might be okay with wearing a mask. I don't know. But my son, for sure, he is going to need all of the steps that I spoke about, that we spoke about today. Yeah. Well, guys, we hope that helps. Uh, we know that this is all new. It's new for them. It's new for us. Um, and, and it's not always easy, right? So, so taking those steps, knowing your child's temperament and, and what you need to do and what, what um, they will really benefit from, maybe taking that step back and, and wondering too, hmm, is this my anxiety that's getting it up or is this, do I genuinely think that they're going to have an issue with it? So, um, and then, yeah, starting small and building on that as you go. And hopefully that helps. Hopefully that gets you guys, um, with your little ones wearing those masks. Uh, let us know how it goes. If this has been posted in our uh, Facebook group, All Things Sleep and Parenting, uh, let us know how it goes. Post in the comments and, and we'd love to see pictures. Yeah. Okay, thanks guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening. Uh, be sure to check out restfulparenting.com for any uh, extra resources and the blog as well as our YouTube channel. Um, and Miss Heidi, you can find all of her stuff, especially all of her virtual stuff now at uh, blossomearlylearning.org. Thanks for coming, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.